moral citizens, building community, embracing the idea of service to others, and developing leadership skills. Father Robert Casey and Principal Nancy Carr work closely to ensure that all faiths feel welcome for the absolute best for your child. Learn much more at sbcatholicacademy.org. It's time for The Car Doctor on AM 950 WROL. Got a car question? Call us at 617-770-3030. That's 617-770-3030. Now, here's The Car Doctor, John Paul, on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on AM 950 WROL, the Spirit of Boston, or AM 1260 WBIX, the Business Buzz, depending on when you're listening. Uh, got a great show planned for today. We're going to learn a little bit about, well, I don't know about Thanksgiving exactly, but we're going to learn a little bit about the the uh, parade. And uh, we're also going to do a little trivia today. We're going to review a new car. Uh, we're going to hopefully take your calls and comments. Uh, we have all new equipment in the studio. Hope it all works. <laughs> um, but with us on the phone is Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison from Ram Truck, formerly of Jeep. What happened, Jim? They didn't like you over there anymore? Yeah, thankfully it was a promotion, um, John. <laughs> so it's, uh, at least I'm still doing the right things here. And even though you know I spent a lot of time in, uh, in Jeep vehicles, as you know, um, the uh, story behind the story is uh, my family has horses. So I always had a Ram in the driveway you know, hauling different trailers. So, um, you know, when the uh, when the Ram job came available, they uh, they tapped me for uh, you know for the for the new opportunity. So, it's been a lot of fun here the last six months. You know, doing the new uh, Ram job. But uh, I have to say, I've had Rams uh, in my life for uh, I think just about the since about the eighties. So, um, you know, a natural uh, natural thing for me actually. And now and now you can evaluate them pulling horse trailers. Well, yeah, they uh, you know the. The guys always were getting, you know, my feedback, you know, as I was, you know, doing, you know, long hauls and, and uh, um, you know, now, now they just have to listen to me and make sure they get it done, right? So, it's, it's, it's great to be the boss, right? Yeah, yeah. Before they thought, what's this crazy Jeep guy know about uh, about hauling uh, horse trailers or, or uh, you know, 20,000-pound trailers behind a, a dually or a... Uh, uh, you know, a Cummins-powered Ram, and and uh, and now they now they have to listen to me, so it's uh, it's a lot of fun. There you go. And I remember years and years ago when uh, when it was uh, before it was Ram, when it was called Dodge Trucks, and Dodge did something pretty unique. And this was probably twenty years ago. Um, they actually went out to construction sites. I mean, it sounds kind of simple when you think about it now, but they went out to construction sites and actually saw how people were using trucks and said, "Hey, wait a second. You know, these. Uh, you know, there, there's." People at construction sites with computers, there's people that need lots of PowerPoints, there's people that need AC power in their truck, and, you know, started to use that, you know, kind of thought process to, like, you know, instead of, like, constructing a truck in a laboratory, let's let's actually find out how people are using them and make them, and make them work better for the people that are going to buy them. Yeah, you know what, and that, that still is ingrained in how our engineers and design office people work today. Um you know, it's it's listening to real customers and you know everything from instead of putting a small switch, you know, that's very nice and neat in the middle of the center, you know, uh, of the dash, you know, to make it look like a, you know, a, a European sports car. 
you know, make it big enough so that the guy goes in with his gloves on. He can tap the uh, the heated seats or turn the you know make alternate trailer height uh, or to lower the air suspension. Whatever he can do, we can do it with gloves on, gloves off. Because we know, you know, people are going to be um, you know sometimes you know um, all dressed up and going to work in the in the in the truck and uh, you know gloves off, but. You know they're going to be working in the truck too at some point in time, so you better make it so it can do both. Yeah, and who who would have thought? You know, if if you you know if you went back in time, you know, fifty or sixty years, heated seats, lighted vanity mirrors, and a pickup truck. Yeah, you know, uh, John Paul, it's amazing the uh, the amount of luxury that's in uh, a pickup truck today, and I think you know the the broad scope of what it gets to do. Before, you know, heavy duty pickup trucks used to. You know, it'd be tow vehicles or construction vehicles, and they didn't cross over. Now there's so much luxury, so much ride comfort. We have air suspension in our 2500. It rides way better than uh, most uh, cars do. Um, but now, you know, you can get heated seats, uh, cooled seats. You know, we put real leather, uh, real wood in the in the trucks. Um, you know, it's amazing the amount of uh, creature comforts we put in these things, and it's because they're everyday vehicles, and then they're work vehicles, or then they're play vehicles at the same time, and you know that combined with incredible advances in fuel economy have made these vehicles no compromise, and I think that's why we've seen the truck industry continue to grow because you know people in America like to play and they like to work, and uh, you know and have a vehicle that can uh, can do both um, and be an everyday uh, you know transportation A to B is is something that I think is going to continue. Yeah, no, a really really amazing trucks, and and it's surprising if someone hasn't driven a Ram truck in a while if the last thing they remember is an old power wagon or something and they need to go for a ride and really find out that you guys did some pretty unique stuff to make them ride nice handle nice but still but still do all the work you need to make them do their job yeah it's it's incredible you know everything from you know a ride in a in a 1500 with air suspension you know that's got um you know incredibly best in class ride that's you know that's like a car you know because we've got you know, coil suspension and, and unique geometry and, and um, you know, airbags to really make it ride nice, but it still does its job. I mean, it it, uh, it can level out the uh, the truck, you know, when you put the weight in the back or a big trailer on it, um, and and it's and it's amazing, you know, what it uh, what it can do, um, you know, with uh, with the, the breadth of engineering that we've got uh, in these vehicles now. And uh, varieties of engine sizes, uh, used to be only a diesel was in a, a one-ton truck, but that's not the case anymore either. No, we've got a, a, a three-liter diesel in our uh, in our light-duty trucks or our fifteen hundreds, and the eco diesel is incredible. You know, we we advertise twenty-nine miles per gallon. I constantly hear from uh, customers that say, "Hey, I'm you know driving, getting you know thirty-two uh, miles per gallon with my uh, with my you know diesel on the highway, and and uh, you know um, seven or eight hundred miles of range with the thing. It's incredible." Um, you know, you fill it up uh, once a month in the winter. You don't have to go outside ever, um, and it's uh, it's incredible. But then when you tow with it, you know it uh, it's incredibly efficient. You know the uh, uh, the diesel you know kicks in. It's got 420 pounds of torque. You know, in the light duty, our Cummins has got uh, 900 pound feet of torque. It that thing can tow a house. You know, 32,000 pounds. It's incredible what that thing will tow. But you know the, the the diesel engines are are a great uh, great solution for uh, for a lot of people here in America on the light duty and the uh, the heavy duties for sure. Yeah, and the the light duty diesel, the three liter diesel. What's what's pretty amazing about that is um, if you you almost have to pay attention to know it's a diesel. 
You, yeah, it's, you it's really it quiet. It's quiet. Start you know, fast. outside. You know, if somebody's outside and it's you know it's just starting up, you can hear it maybe a, a, for a little bit. But man, once you get uh, you know, if you're inside, you don't even notice it's a diesel. I've had a lot of conversations with, hey, thank you. I thought you were driving a diesel. Well, I am. <laughs> you know, so it's uh, it's incredible what that uh, what that powertrain will do. So uh, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up this week, and uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. What's the deal with Ram trucks and the Thanksgiving Day Parade? Well, we've we've uh, we've got an opportunity. It's going to be kind of neat. Uh, we did it last year, and and uh, this year we're going to do it as well. So we every truck uh, or every um, uh, float in the parade uh, will be uh, will be hauled by a a Ram truck. Um, so we've got our full lineup there, you know, uh, of trucks, and it's going to be. Uh, a good way to show uh, America, you know, what uh, the longest-lasting trucks in America can do in their spare time, you know, haul um, around, um, you know, what's really an incredible event with uh, a lot of good feelings about uh, Thanksgiving and everybody looking, you know, at the at the parade. They'll be able to see uh, Ram trucks hard at work, and that's only half the story, really. You know, there's uh, um, we have uh, a fleet of trucks there right now doing the hard work and the heavy lifting, you know, to get everything ready for this. So we've got. You know, ProMasters, uh, ProMaster Cities, you know, our vans mm-hmm. uh, that are working, you know, hauling all the pieces of these floats around right now. Um, and then uh, it'll come together here, um, you know, next week, um, next Wednesday and Thursday as we uh, start hauling these floats um, down through New York. And it's going to be a really special day. So good way to show uh, what uh, what Ram trucks can do uh, and uh, and be, uh, be part of uh, really what's America's infrastructure with that uh, incredible parade. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about the uh, the the ProMaster City. Uh, that that's um, you know when when people always thought about vans in in the United States, it was always these kind of uh, you know big squarish vans that got terrible gas mileage. They were hard to drive in the city. They you know you needed an airfield to turn around sometimes. Uh, these these new little vans are are pretty slick. Yeah, it is. We're having a great run with uh, with ProMaster City. You know, we've almost doubled our sales year over year, and and uh, you know, it's 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 no doubt. I mean, it's it's America's most efficient work van. You know, when you take a look at um, everything from you know, you can lease one of these things for one hundred ninety nine dollars a month. Uh, but we've got a lot of people coming out of you know the old uh, rear wheel drive V eight vans, you know, that are spending more on fuel than they will on their brand new truck. Um, and they you know they get into a ProMaster City and they're like, wow, this thing has got so much efficiency. They end up you know, um, you know, loading it up because it's it's so easy and versatile with uh, the amount of stuff you can put in it. But it's so efficient to drive, um, and uh, and you can um, you know scoot around, do deliveries, get to the job sites, and and uh, it's incredibly efficient. And then you know, people don't realize you know that they just they don't have to pay for gas if you don't want to because you know the the fuel efficiency uh, with this thing um, is incredible. So you know, it's uh, it, you know it's it's, it's a nice alternative but uh when you put a nine speed you know in a very efficient uh four-cylinder engine um behind a very efficient front-wheel drive platform um it's it's incredible and the other thing is the front-wheel drive both the promaster and the promaster city uh are front-wheel drive architectures for us and especially for you guys you know in uh, in boston you know if it snows you know the old rear-wheel drive vans they would get stuck in their own shadow let alone you know, an inch or two of snow. These things are incredible. They just dig. They've got good traction management systems. They dig through the snow uh, because they've got the weight over the front wheels, and uh, and they're very good in the snow too. Both the uh, you know the Ram Promaster and the Promaster City. 
Yeah, it, it really is. A, you know, the way you said that, the uh, some of the old rear-wheel drive vans would get stuck in their own shadow means you've driven one before, so. Oh, I have. I actually, I've got a really scary, uh, it's, a, it's a long uh, conversation, but, I, yeah, I remember being, taking up three lanes, you know, in this great big uh, old, uh, this is, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, actually, if, if I'm truthful about the math now, and, you know, taking up three lanes going sideways in a snowstorm, I thought I was going to uh, kiss my butt goodbye, but uh, anyway, yeah, the, the old days of of that are gone. If uh, if you want a nice, efficient van uh, with what uh, with what Ram Commercial has to offer right now, it's kind of good. Yeah, it it really is. And uh, you have some, uh, for want of a better word, some hot rod trucks. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we do. We had a lot of fun with uh, you know the new Rebel TRX uh, concept truck we have. Uh, it's out in uh, L.A. at the L.A. Auto Show right now, uh, but we made. Uh, you know, we put a supercharged uh, Hemi V8, uh, 575 horsepower uh, in this concept. You know, we wanted to see if we could build a 100-mile-an-hour off-road machine, um, so we had a lot of fun with that. The thing is just a beast. Uh, you can go to ramtrucks.com and take a uh, look at it it's, if you haven't seen this thing yet, but the most important thing is just listening to it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's crazy. And then we've got a, a night edition, um, you know, closer to home that we've got in the marketplace here right now. Um, you know that people can buy thirty-six thousand dollar, you know, uh, rig. That's it's great in the city. It's got all the blacked out grill, blacked out um, the wheels. Uh, obviously, comes with a, a V8 uh, Hemi, uh, or a, or you can put a three-six V6 in it. But when you you, you uh, combine it with a, a cold air intake and a catback exhaust, that thing sounds incredible coming or going too. So there's there's a real hot rod. Uh, that we're playing with as a concept, and there's there's the reality of what uh, what customers uh, can buy today with both the uh, the Rebel TRX concept and uh, and the Night Edition that's uh, that's in showrooms now. And who would have thought that um, there would be all these aftermarket parts that you can buy, you know, and aftermarket directly from you guys? But who would have thought that you could have said, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to buy a truck, and I'm going to put a." Low flow catback exhaust on it. I'm going to put a cold air intake on it. I'm going to do a few other tweaks to it, and I'm going to take what was a really good truck right off the assembly line, and I'm going to make it mine. I'm going to make it unique. Yeah, you know that's something that I you know saw a lot of at Jeep, and then you know I really had my eyes open to it here the last six uh, months of really paying attention to uh, to the Ram side of the business, and you'll notice you know a lot of them you know I've got the extra sound. You know our customers love. You know, making them their own, and and you know whether it be modifying the exhaust or you know putting um, unique wheels and and uh, um, or you know upfitting it so that it can you know put uh, ladder racks and and snow plows on them. It's 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 amazing the breadth of uh, capability of of what customers want to do with their trucks, but uh, they're all just a little bit unique in their own for sure. Mm. And uh, you know, from the Dodge side, Dodge always had some. You know, especially in the last couple of years, had some cool colors, almost some retro colors in some extent. Uh, anything with Ram that's going to bring out, you know, instead of you know black, white, and gray. Well, actually, uh, we've we've just launched this uh, ignition orange uh, special edition on our uh, on our sport, and uh, you know, it's it's you can see it coming certainly miles away. It'll 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 show up in the in the biggest snowstorm this winter in Boston. Um, you know, but it's it's an incredible, uh, really bold uh, orange that we've got. And then um, on the on the Rebel side, um, we actually uh, gone the other way with with a Mojave sand um, sort of uh, vehicle that looks like it uh, you know it would fit right in um, as a 
Afghanistan, you know, um, uh, up against, you know, a, uh, a take it, you could take this truck right into war almost with, uh, with its capability and its look. So, you know, we've kind of got the, the, uh, the two extremes with, uh, with an orange, a bright orange ram and, and, uh, and a Mojave, uh, sand rebel. So the couple of, uh, and a couple of different, uh, colors, but it's amazing, you know, talk about make something unique. We, you know, we're only going to do uh, a few thousand of these things and people love to have, you know, one of something. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a nice special edition to have in the marketplace right now. Yeah, it really, it, you know, those things are unique because I'm actually, uh, they're doing a lot of construction in the parking lot. Uh, they're putting putting all kinds of condos in the parking lot where the radio station is. I kind of look out and there's a black truck and a white truck and a red truck and another black truck. And it's like it's like you know, come on. And I know and I know people love color and I know they they want something they want something that's going to you know not be the same white truck and not be the same black truck. And the idea that these are limited limited edition just uh, just makes them a little bit cooler too. Well, it, it, that's that's a funny story because I I have had a lot of trucks and and. Uh, the last uh, few of them have all been, you know, blacks. I drive a 2500 uh, Cummins uh, because that's what I tow with every day and drive it every day and, and tow with it on the weekends if I'm lucky enough to have some spare time. And and uh, my wife was like, "Can you just get another color?" So I've got I've got a Demonico red. It's amazing. It's a deep dark red. Um, you know, a very classy color coming uh, on uh, on this limited pickup truck. So it's uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see if how I fit in and. I'm very comfortable in black trucks, but I'll see how I do in a red truck for a bit. Those black those black trucks are always cleaner than though. Well, yeah, they, they they take a lot of work to keep clean, and that's actually one of the best things about the light colors and and uh, white specifically is it never really looks bad. Yeah, you know, you keep them clean, and uh, you know, white is the new black. We've got a you know the the night edition we've got with the black grill and black wheels and black badging and black uh, running boards against the white truck. You got to go online and take a look yeah, at that, it. Yeah, that really that's, sweet looking. That sounds like that sounds like a real hot combination. Uh, we're talking with Jim Morrison of Ram Truck, and before I let you go, uh, how are the Canadians doing against the Bruins? Uh, you know, I, I'm actually a Bruins fan. So really? I, um, you know, it was interesting because you know I, I were and my Boston Red Sox because yeah, I, I I watched Boston TV growing up, right, coming from the East Coast to Canada. Yeah. That was what I what I listened to, and and my uh, my grandfather was the best. Uh, Red Sox fan, I think, in existence, and so it got a little bit complicated here uh, this fall when I was wearing my uh, my Red uh, Sox hat around uh, the neighborhood when they were playing, um, you know, against Toronto. Um, and uh, anyway, so it didn't, didn't work out well for uh, for my hat and your uh, and your listeners, but. Um, you know, they had a, they had a good run this year. They, for sure. they, they had a good. They, you're right. They had a good run. Hey, Jim, thank you for joining me up here in Boston, and I hope to see you at the Boston Auto Show and the Detroit Auto Show, for that matter. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I'll actually be in town here in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. We're, up, uh, we're we're going to check out everything you have. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to seeing you. All right, all right. Take care, Jim. All right, good talking to you. Yep. Bye bye. That was Jim Morrison of Ram Truck. He was formerly with Jeep. He was the uh, uh, you know, he he was a guy who really, I think, really kind of with his marketing ideas, really sort of said, you know, you know, don't don't think of Jeep for, you know, what you've always thought of Jeep. Think of it for a lot of other reasons. And just a just a good guy. And now where he's over at Ram, uh, the New England Motor Press Association is hosting uh, Ram trucks in a couple of weeks, and I'm kind of excited to see what what's up in the New England Motor Press official winter vehicle of New England competition, something that we do um, 
usually some we pick some miserable snowy day in, in after the first of the year where we do a little uh you know, side by side comparison, but we also look at the cars over the course of you know starting now when they start coming in to um, maybe late March, early April, and do awards in May at MIT. And we look at all of those. We look at all of those vehicles back to back. And the and Jeep has done phenomenally well. The Jeep Grand Cherokee is just it's one of those vehicles that just you can't help not like it. It's just it's. It handles good. It rides well. It's depending on what engine in it. It's fast. It's economical. Uh, it has a lot going for it. And Ram, Ram, Ram was uh, you know it was it's Ram trucks. The Ram pickup trucks just keep getting better and better. And the and the uh, Ram fifteen hundred with the eco three liter diesel engine in it won an award last year. And what what a great truck! It's just it's quiet. It's like you said. You know, thirty miles per gallon, more or less, uh, towing something because of the torque. The mileage doesn't drop down that much, so very, very economical truck. And like I said, pretty quiet. You start it up, and you barely know it's a diesel. So uh, and starts up with no hesitation. Just amazing how it all, it's all put together. Why don't we take a quick break, pay a few bills? If you would like to join us, 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030 is how you get through and talk to us about your car, your car problems, whatever's on your mind. We'll be right back. Senior Pastor of Tremont Temple Baptist Church invites you to listen every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. for a word from the pulpit of Tremont Temple, right here on the Spirit of Boston, 950 WROL. You're also invited to enjoy warm worship and fellowship every Sunday at 11 a.m. in the Sanctuary of Tremont Temple, 88 Tremont Street in Boston City Center. Tremont Temple's podcasts are available 24-7 at WROLradio.com and WEZERadio.com. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Agents may be compensated on enrollment. Michael Stahl is my guest. He's the vice president of Health Markets. Health Markets is trying to make this crazy Medicare system easier to understand. Would you explain how it works? So Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save their money. Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options out there, it can be confusing. So my advice is to don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to help find a plan it may cost less, it may cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision care, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Best of all, Medicare assistance is free. Our licensed agents can do the work for you, making the process really easy. 
The Medicare enrollment deadline is only weeks away, so it's important to act now. Call Health Markets today. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-246-3290. That's 800-246-3290. 800-246-3290. When you hear these phrases, where does your mind take you? Strolling along the water's edge, a fresh breeze gently blows as you hear children laughing and playing. Shopping in an open marketplace, where the rustle of people buying and selling mixes with the scent of freshly baked bread and music that tickles your ears and adds pep to your steps. Traveling with like-minded people who embody your hopes and embolden your faith in a majestic and serene country. These experiences only scratch the surface when you join us in Israel for nine breathtaking days this fall. Capture the wonder of the Bible coming to life as you take the trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land. Experience Israel this coming November like never before. See firsthand how the old and new combine to create a beautiful tapestry that will revitalize your faith. Become engulfed in the beauty of Mediterranean landscapes and culinary delights, all in the comfort of four- and five-star accommodations. For cost and trip details, visit experienceisraeltour.com. That's experienceisraeltour.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Chapman. You know, I make my living in Hollywood, but I choose to keep my money with the City of Boston Credit Union. As a member for over two decades, I put my family's trust in the City of Boston Credit Union with four full-service branches, including their latest in Canton. Check out the City of Boston Credit Union at cityofbostoncu.com and see how you, too, can become a member today. City of Boston Credit Union. Uniquely Boston. Federally insured by NCUA. WROL Boston. You're listening to The Car Doctor. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on AM 950 WROL, the Spirit of Boston, or AM 1260 WBIX. Uh, and again, the WBIX version of the Car Doctor Program, Sunday nights at 9 o'clock, if you find yourself with nothing to do and you want to tune in. And you can always find podcasts on WROL's website, or you can find them on my podcast site, which is johnfpaul.podomatic.com, or you can search iTunes, Stitcher, Booberry. There is something called Booberry. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> or just Google uh, Car Doctor Podcast and a bunch of other ones pop up somewhere too. Uh, and uh, the Internet's kind of funny because all these podcasts end up all around the world. And I'm still continually amazed that um, a lot of people will stream the podcasts in the United States, but the podcast around the world gets downloaded people download it just like they download a song and about over the course of a year about 70,000 people download my program in in England I've no idea why <laughs> but they do and because I can look and see where they are and uh, and 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 other other places as well but England seems to be the England seems to be the the big the big place uh, uh, a little bit in Germany a little bit in South America couple people in Colombia, uh, 
you know, it, it starts to get to, I can figure it out ones and twos even, but, uh, but in, uh, but in England, it's, uh, it's always, uh, it's always in the tens of thousands, uh, every, every couple months that download the program. And if you're listening in England, thank you very much for doing that. Uh, I, you know, one of these days we'll have to, I, I did get a, I did get an email from a woman in, who listens with her family in Belarus. And uh, I barely know where that is. I had to look it up. I had to look it up to figure out where it is. But she, uh, the, her English email was not terrific, but um, she uh, she emailed me and said that they listened to the program. And I emailed her back, but I never heard back. So I don't know. But it, but I just thought it was funny. Uh, let's talk to Jack. Good morning, Jack. Good morning. <laughs> my, my cousin just. Bought a Nissan Rogue. Okay. 2016. Yep. Nissan Rogue 2016. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> she said she had a vibration. I drove it, and it's a shuddering of the transmission. It doesn't shudder when you hot accelerate, but mm-hmm. when you maintain speed, it shudders. Uh, it doesn't shudder when you decelerate. She called. Uh, the dealer, and before she could even say anything, described as the thing, they said that's common, the transmission. Hmm. Hmm. I just drove a 2017 Nissan Rogue, and I thought it was one of the better... They use a CVT transmission, continually variable transmission, and I actually thought, I and I, I think I actually commented about it that you know some people do CVT better than others. Nissan seems to do it, you know, right at the top. They don't seem to, you know, they seem to be better than just about everybody else. I think because they've decided to go kind of you know full in with it and put it and put their transmissions and everything. Um, I guess what I really want to do is. Go take another, you know, another 2016 for a ride and see if it does do the same shutter. If it, like I said, the 2017, I didn't remember that shuttering at all. Um, and I don't remember a 2015 or 16, the last one I drove. I don't remember anything there either. So if it is, if it is a characteristic, and some transmissions and some engines, for instance, a good example is the Chevrolet V8 engine that's in some of the pickup trucks and Yukons and all that, the big the V8. Um, it switches to a four-cylinder when you're out on the highway, so it cuts it cuts out four cylinders, and, and somebody who's sensitive to it, um, it bothers them. They feel this sort of vibration. Same thing you I got. Can, you can feel it right up through the steering wheel. Yep, and the same thing, same thing with... Um, somebody I know, somebody, well, I don't know, somebody emailed me and said they just bought the uh, newest Honda Pilot. And they said right at about 45 or 50 miles an hour, they feel this kind of inherent vibration. It seems to go away a little faster. It doesn't, it's not there when they step on the gas. They just sort of feel it right around 45 or 50. And they said, what do you think? And I said, every single one of them did exactly the same thing. It's a, it's an, it's an inherent characteristic of the car that you're never going to be able to fix. That being said, if you're, if you take another 2016 Rogue for a ride, and 
you drive it and it doesn't do what yours, what your, what your sister's does, well, that means that hers is broken. There's something wrong with hers. Um, you know, whether it's a programming change they can make, uh, whether it is something truly mechanical with it, or if it really is, you know, or if it really is a characteristic. If it's a characteristic, the problem is you can't really fix it. It's just sort of inherent in it. And it might not be a desirable characteristic, but it's, that's, you know, that's the way it is, unfortunately. So I think what, I think at this point, what you need to determine, just to say that, to go for the dealer to say, oh, yeah, they, you know, a lot of them do that, or that's fairly common. Fairly common isn't an answer. Fairly common is, well, some of them do it, some of them don't, but that doesn't mean, you know, the ones that don't do it. I, you know, I've, I've heard vehicle manufacturers say it's within the tolerance of acceptable. Well, I don't know what that really means. To me, it's either acceptable or it isn't. Um, my, my car, two cars ago had a little bit of a vibration in it and it was something that uh, I could call it acceptable it wasn't perfect it wasn't terrible I just knew it was there I lived with it for the entire time I had the vehicle I got used to it after a while it didn't really bother me uh, but I but when I first drove it I said no nah, there's a little something here and it went back to the dealer, and the dealer looked at it and said, "Yeah, you know, we 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 felt it too, and we had our we had the engineer come out and look at it, and he deemed it as acceptable. And all I really wanted to do at that point was document it, so if it, you know, you know, eighty thousand miles later, the the differential fell out of it, I could say, remember when I told you? And at least it'd have a record of it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, bring it, you know, bringing it in and having it looked at and documenting it is a good idea. But I would also say to them, can I just get another 2016 to take for a ride and see if it does the same thing? And if you take another one for a ride or two more for a ride, and they all kind of do it. I think they're all going to do it. Wow. Yeah. I hate to say it, but and I've seen this with, you know, it, you know, I've seen it with everything from. You know, old GM cars to Hondas to, you know, sometimes there's certain vibrations and certain characteristics. I mean, you think of, you know, everything that can vibrate. You know, even a gyroscope has a vibration to it. Even oh, though, yeah. It, yeah. So, you know, everything's going to have a certain vibration. And what happens is that sometimes is you as the owner of the car end up sort of zeroing in on the vibration. It's like... Yeah, you know, right around 38 miles an hour, I get this vibration, and then you find yourself driving at 38 miles an hour the entire time. You know, it's just, you know, if you drove a little faster or a little slower, you might not notice it. But there could, you know, it, it could be the equivalent of just a little bit of lugging of the engine that causes the vibration to come up right up through the steering wheel. And maybe at some point, they might go in and say, we've come up with a transmission new transmission program and they go in and they they erase the old computer program load up a new one and that just changes how the engine is loaded and how the transmission is loaded and that might be just enough to get rid of it but at this point if the if the dealer and the dealer has talked to the talked to um, Nissan and they both go you know that's the way it is you she might have to live with it oh thank you okay. I, my wife and my wife and I are looking for uh, an SUV. Uh, we do have a Honda uh, Pilot, yep. a 2005 with 260,000. Oh, it's got it's got like 40 or 50,000 left on it. I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the new 
pilots worth looking at? Oh, absolutely. I, I think, in fact, the uh, the the Honda Pilot uh, for last year, the 2016 Honda Pilot, won the overall winner of the New England Motor Press Association uh, awards. So uh, it's just it's just a it's a it's a nice vehicle. It rides well. It gets decent fuel economy. It's very versatile. Uh, and you know, like yours, like you. You know, you yours is you know two hundred and fifty, sixty thousand miles on it, and it's still and it's, nineteen miles to the gallon yeah, on it. Yeah, and it's still I mean, going. Do, it's all lit up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, it's getting it's you know it's showing its age now. But I would definitely look at a Honda Pilot again. It's just That's a perfect. it's a it's a good it's a good good vehicle. Do the sixteens have a timing belt or a timing chain? <sighs> I was told the seventeens have a time and chain. Yeah, sixteen, sixteens. I'm sixteens. I'm not sure of. Because that automatically saves you. Like yeah, yeah, but you know it does. I'm but not changing it. Y- it does, but you're doing it at what? One hundred and five thousand miles, right? Well, I've got 260. Yeah, so you're doing, you're, doing, you're, doing it, you're, doing it, you're doing it twice in the lifetime of the vehicle, you know? So, And at the same time, at that kind of mileage, it's a good excuse to look at seals and water pump and all that. So, um, you know, at, you know when I, I remember the first, first vehicle I ever put a timing belt on was a Fiat, and it had to be done every 30,000 miles. And I'm like, this is, this is ridiculous. And it was, and you had to stand on your head to do it. It was terrible. And, um, and I'm like, who would, what, what crazy manufacturer would do that? And then you thought it was like Italians would do it. But, um, but, the, but then you're like, well, this is crazy. And then Volvo came out with a couple of cars with timing belts that you had to do with 30,000 miles. And you're like, this is a crazy expense for people. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, like my own car, for instance, you do it at 60,000. Yeah, kind of livable. Uh, but at 100,000, yeah, you know, you know, you got to remember, you know, Back in the '60s, you were rebuilding engines at a hundred thousand. Yeah, can I get you? You know, when you think about, yeah, you know, so, so I think doing a timing belt, and you know, in in between the in between the break, I'll try to look up and see if um, see if the seventeen in the sixteen, which if they both have timing belts or timing chains, which or which, I want to say I think they both have timing belts, but but I'll take a look and see if I can find out. Okay, thank okay. you very much. All right, take care. Bye bye okay. now. 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. I think this may be our last giveaway from the busted knuckle garage i'll have to i'll have to go back i'll have to go back and look and see uh, see what warren said but i think he said it was right up until yeah the magnetic finger a, a ten dollar value <laughs> um but uh you, you know i think he uh, i think he said it might be it might be next week but I, I don't know we'll have we'll have to check we'll have to check and see what what it is but uh warren was good in fact i even mentioned i mentioned a couple of i got an email from uh, a couple of people who um who uh, want to know about holiday gifts, uh, uh, and uh, I mentioned a couple of uh, coffee table books that I thought were that I thought were good. One was the um, one was uh, Marty Shore's book about the Ford uh, GT, and and the other one was um, was Jason Vine's book about the last American CEO about the former president that he wrote with the former president of American Motors and uh, uh, Tom Cotter's book which I've just started to flip through it's uh, it's my kind of book it's mostly pictures and less words uh, but it's about the cars of Cuba uh, which I find which I find fascinating and uh, at the same time I gave a little plug for uh, 
Warren Tracy's Busted Knuckle Garage in today's Globe. So if you see it in there, uh, we we looked at a variety of things. So a lot of lot of stuff, lot of stuff to look at, a lot of stuff to lot of stuff to read. Um, uh, I'm going to let Karen let Karen get caught up with the phones here, and we'll go to your calls and comments in a minute. If you would like to join us, the phone number is six one seven. 770 is how you get through and talk to us and see where we're going here. Let's go to Paul first. Hello, Paul. Hi, John. How are you? John. How you doing? Good. Uh, got a question about a 2010 Cadillac SRX. Okay. Uh, a couple of mornings ago, the alarm started going off 3.30 in the morning. Couldn't figure out why. It was right after the rainstorm. Um, get out later on, find out that the remote will not open to close the uh, the hatch, the, the rear hatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, took it to an ASD garage, um, diagnosed the problem, and apparently it's coming from water getting into the rear of the car from the sunroof. Oh. They said that the, the drains drain to the rear of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the second vehicle I've had that had a similar problem. My, my wife's Nissan Altima had a similar problem a couple of years ago from the sunroof. Just trying to find out I mean, right now it looks like the module and the motor for the rear hatch is, uh, has to be have to be replaced, um, and it's a you know it's a really time consuming mm. problem. Uh, any any thoughts on what what you could do to prevent this from happening? Um, the only thing you can really try to do is um, periodically, almost like maintenance, uh, clean clear the uh, sunroof drains to make sure that the to make sure that they're um, that they're flowing properly, they they end up getting clogged up with ground up leaves and pine needles and all kinds of stuff. And if you take a can of um, aerosol uh, cleaner, like you'd use in um, you know to clean like an office keyboard, it's just compressed air in a can, and it's pretty low pressure. And you take the little straw and stick it in there and kind of block it off and try to just blow through it to make sure the sunroof drains properly. That's really that's really about all you can do. I I just recently got and, and uh, got an email from uh, somebody that had a very similar situation that the sunshade on their um, it was either a Buick or a Cadillac wouldn't close. The sunroof opened and closed, but the sunshade wouldn't close, and it was sort of the same thing. The module had gone bad, and it was it's a nine hundred dollar repair. So, you know, with your vehicle, kind of, you know, probably similar ideas. You know, they tell you what it's going to cost to fix it? Jim? 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 We lost Jim. Hey, Jim. Oh, oh, okay. All right, Paul, sorry. Uh, We lost you there for a minute for whatever reason. But did they tell you? Yeah, yeah. You got to click and you were gone. Yeah, just like that. It was amazing. So where so where was I? Uh, we were talking about the drain from yeah. the from yeah. the boot patch. Yeah. So um, yeah. So other than doing some periodic, you know, you know, low pressure air, trying to clear the drain, and you'll find every sunroof has at least two drains in it uh, to make sure that water doesn't build up anywhere. They give you an idea what it's going to cost to fix it. Uh, not yet. I do have an aftermarket warranty, but they're kind of barking a little bit. Why? Why do you know? Um. They're saying that the rear hatch does not have a motor. It has a pump, and the pump's not covered. The rear hatch doesn't have a motor. It has a pump. What makes the pump work, then? Um, a motor. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I, that's my uh, argument, but uh, they're, they're claiming it's not covered, so. Hmm. But they're claiming the module is, which is, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. More expensive part, but yeah, module module and the labor are covered. Yeah, um, I I don't know. I still it's a you know unless it's a pump driven by hydraulics off the engine, it's got a motor. Yeah, or, or unless the or unless the pump can be split from the motor, which I pretty much guarantee it can't. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. They they claim the the shop which is pretty reliable so yep. the motor so yeah that's what I would that's what I would call it as well I I think they're you know the warranty maybe is trying to you know get some look at the fine print there um, get, oh I've been going through it yeah yeah um, is there a, is there a uh, kind of like an arbitration number for the warranty company to be able to argue it I haven't found that yet in the yeah conference. it's it's not for me is it. It's not a triple A warranty, no, is it? No, it's not. Okay. No, that my next one will be <laughs> because the uh, because you know even with us, uh, the guy who sort of handles that will call me up once in a while and go, "Hey, the warranty administrator said this. What do you think?" And I'm go, "Uh, uh-uh. you know, I think I think I think they got to pay." And he goes back and says, "You got to pay," and you know they end up doing it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they were pretty good before they actually dropped the whole engine and before, and they yeah. were pretty decent. But yeah. Um, at this time, they seem to be blocking a little bit. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Other than you know, periodic periodic maintenance on the on the on the drains themselves is not a lot. There's not a lot you can do. Uh, like I said, I've seen some of these drains fill up with you know ground up leaves and pine needles and you know just dirt and sludge ends up getting in there from the from uh, you know where it should drain and a little bit of low pressure air. I, I like using the aerosol cans that you'd use to you know blow off keyboards and stuff like that. And that's you know usually enough air pressure to to get the drains. I remember in my car two cars ago, every once in a while when the car was sitting on a certain angle, I would actually get a leak and. Uh, I got up there, opened up the sunroof right near the back. There was two drains, a little bit of a little bit of air in there, and in that particular car, it actually drained out between the pillar between the front and back doors. There was a drain down there, and uh, you know, all, all of a sudden, a little bit of a little bit of junk blew out, and never had a problem afterwards. So, so this is something I can do myself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's just, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know what you don't want to do is you don't want to go in there with, you know, 100 pounds of air pressure because then you might blow the tube off that allows it to drain. And, yeah, it will drain, but then it drains on the inside of the car somewhere. So that's no good yeah, news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you can't ever put those drains back in without pulling the sunroof all apart. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's good information. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Good luck. You have a good day. Bye. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. Let's talk to Jim. Jim. Yes, good morning. Good morning. I have a, uh, I have a question about an 07 Tahoe, um, 100,000 miles. I'm sorry, uh, you kind of broke up there a minute. What? Starting to have some uh, transmission problems. Okay, all right. Fluid. Okay. And... Well, I've been checking it, you know, fairly recently. Yeah. It appears as though somehow or other I have too much fluid in there. Is it an easy way to get it out, I guess is my question. Um, n- n- not really. Um, but is it too much transmission fluid in there because you put too much in? Or is it making transmission fluid? That is, 
I, I can't answer that. I yeah. didn't put too much in, but I've had it serviced a couple of times at different places, and uh, I don't imagine they did. So I guess my I guess it might be making fluid, and I wonder if there's a way I could do that too. Well, if it's making fluid, there's only one real way to make fluid, and that's not pretty. It's it's not actually fluid anymore. It's fluid in the antifreeze. So because the the transmission cools through the radiator. So there's a there's a cooler in the radiator. If you look down at the radiator, there's a, a steel rubber line that goes into the radiator and one that comes out oh, the other yeah. side. And if there's a leak, sometimes what will happen is the radiator will fill up with transmission fluid or the transmission will fill up with the antifreeze. Either way, it's not a good combination. Uh, the other thing is sometimes when you first start the car and it's cold... The torque converter drains down, and the torque converter has as much fluid in it as the rest of the transmission. And when you first start it up and you put it in gear, does it snap right into gear, or is it a little sluggish? It has not been sluggish. Okay, well, that's good. Okay, that means the torque converter is in better shape. Well, at this point, the only real easy way, and it's not that easy, is you need to you can get a, you can get a little pump. And a long skinny hose, and you pull out the dipstick. If this has a dipstick, and you pull out the dipstick, and you yeah, and you slide the hose down the dipstick and suck a little bit of fluid out. Now, how do you tell if it's uh, if it's uh, water in there? Would it? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you if you if you actually sucked a little bit of fluid out of there, and 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 or even just pulled out pulled it out of the dipstick, the fluids, you know, the it's going to start to look milky. Yeah. Yeah, if I mean if it looks nice and reddish brown, you know, like typical GM fluid, I wouldn't suspect that. And it maybe it's just over full. How far up on the dipstick is it? Uh, I'd say it's a quart over. A quart over. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's enough where a quart over is enough where the fluid can start to foam sometimes, and it will actually cause some really really odd shifting. Well, it hasn't shifted bad. It's just that uh, I've noticed spots in the driveway over a period of time. Yeah, and yeah, and same uh, thing. Same thing. If it's overfilled a little bit, it's gonna it's gonna vent out of the top of the transmission. There's a little vent at the top of the transmission. It's gonna weep out of there. So, um, I mean, the only other thing is if it is a if it is a leak from like the transmission pan or an oil line or something. Um, at that point, it makes sense to try to figure out what it is and fix it, and then put the right amount of fluid back in it. Well, there was some leaking in some of the tubes that run up somewhere through the frame. Probably, probably, up, to, the probably cooler, up to the cooler, yeah. And I, I had them replaced, and maybe they just overfilled it at that time. They, they could be. I mean, if that's the case, I mean, you know, maybe even go back to them and say, hey, look, you know, uh, you guys were the last one that looked at the transmission, and I noticed it's overfull about a quart. Can you drain a little bit out? And um, I, used, I, I, I had this little hand pump thing for so long that it finally the seals wore out it, and I... I finally threw it away, but it was a. It looked like a industrial sized you know, turkey baster thing, and it had a rubber tube on it so you could suck oil out with it, and it had a little skinnier tube on it that fit into the fat tube, and you could, you could, you know, stick that in there and, and suck a little bit of fluid out, and that, you know, that that would be, you know, that's a little easier than uh, either loosening up the dipstick tube or, or 
you know, cracking the pan open, and uh, you know, they, you know, these things don't have drains on them. So when it's over full, there's there's not, uh, you know, and I and I'm not. You know, people do it all the time. Sometimes people will disconnect the cooling line and pump out a little bit of fluid and stop it. I don't like doing that because I just, I'm always worried that something's going to run dry in the transmission. I'd rather just try to get a little fluid out. Would a standard turkey baseball be... No, that wouldn't, it wouldn't have enough suction on it. Yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't do it. It, it. it needs to be a regular, like, you know, hand-draw suction pump sort of thing, but... Yeah, and maybe it's something you, like I said, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to, you know, go back to whoever put the transmission lines in and mention it to them and just say, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's over full. I haven't added anything to it. You know, can we, can we see about getting a little bit of fluid out and see what, you know, see what they say. I mean, if they're, if they're going to tell you it's going to be, you know, $50 to, to drain a quart of fluid out, you can go buy a little pump for, you know, a lot less than that. Is it safe to drive with the overage? Well, as long, again, as long as it's not, you know, you've been driving it now, but as long as you're not really overdoing it, because what happens is all the planetary gears all sit in the transmission fluid, and they're not, they're, you know, there's a certain amount of lubrication, but the transmission fluid's really there to apply all the clutches and bands, and what happens is if it's, if the fluid level's too high, the the uh, planetary gears actually start to whip up the fluid, and it can actually get foamy, and then all of a sudden, now, instead of fluid compressing, you know, fluid trying to force clutches to do what they do, all of a sudden now you have foam, and the foam's going to compress where the fluid won't, and you'll get, you'll get lousy shifting. So, yeah, so, I mean, over time, you can actually cause serious transmission problems. So I better not drive it to Grandma's house for Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for your help. All right, take care. Bye-bye now. Okay. Well, why don't we... Rattle off a trivia question and do a car review at the same time. So, and and kind of the same rules apply for trivia. If you have won in the past ninety days, because that was a that was a rule I had last week was ninety days. If you've won in the past ninety days, uh, leave it for somebody else, and um, we will uh, we will get you a can of uh, stoner product invisible glass and repel the windshield cleaner that uh, helps uh, bead the water off your windshield we'll also write to our buddy warren tracy and say hey warren we have another magic magnetic finger winner and he'll take care of that and um, we'll kind of go from there so the trivia question is i was watching uh, jay leno's garage the other night so that he's got a new TV show because he's he hasn't made enough money in his life, so he needs to needs to talk about cars. And um, Goldberg, the wrestler, was on, and our former wrestler, and uh, he was there talking about his wife's Mercury truck. And I've never seen a Mercury truck actually. And this was a I don't know, it was a '60s maybe, late '60s truck, and I guess they they were really Ford trucks rebadged in Canada as Mercury's. Probably should ask Jim Morrison, you know, because I did. I suspect from his accent he was a Canadian. But, yeah, a. Eh? <laughs> uh, but uh, but have driven a Lincoln truck before, and what was the name of the first Lincoln truck? Later, there was something called the Lincoln Mark LT. But in the last 15 years, Lincoln came up with a pickup truck. And uh, 
what was the name of that Lincoln pickup truck? It didn't last very well. I think it was only around for about two years. So what was the name of the Lincoln pickup truck? If you know the answer to that, we will give you a uh, we'll give you a prize. It, it might even be more than two prizes. It might be three prizes. You never know. So if you know the answer to that, give us a call at 617-770-3030, 617-770-3030. What was the name of the Lincoln pickup truck that was made in the last, oh, we'll say 15 years or so? And again, this was all because I was watching TV one night and saw Jay Leno's garage. He was talking to Goldberg the wrestler and who I, who, who, uh, I think we may have had on the program years ago when we were across the street and... Uh, might have been when Len Wenneberg was producing because Len was Len was kind of a Len was kind of a uh, a wrestling fan. And that was back I think when Goldberg was may have been wrestling. And Goldberg's wife is a uh, is a stunt woman. So, and he's got I think he's got a fifteen car garage at his house. So plenty of room for his cars. Not as big as Jay Leno's collection of cars, but still a lot of cars. So anyway, the car that got me here today was the. Outlander Sport by Mitsubishi at sort of a three-quarter scale of the Outlander. Uh, because it's smaller, it was tighter rear seat room, smaller cargo space. Um, they call the Outlander a Sport. Well, a Sport, but kind of in name only. It does have um, a CVT transmission. It does have paddle shifters, uh, which allow you to shift up and down mechanically. Um, it does have a couple of engine choices, a 2-liter engine or a 2.4-liter engine. Uh, there's certainly enough power to do everything drivers need to do, but the engine lets you know it's working. When you're when you're hard on the gas, you know you're hard on the gas. Um, so it's, it's uh, you know, it's okay. The overall ride, um, a little bit choppy. Uh, pavement brakes make, make themselves known. When you hit a bump, you know you hit a bump. Um, it's relatively quiet, but... Uh, Mitsubishi could, I think, uh, gain a little bit with a little bit more sound deadening material. It has a little bit of a little bit of a tinnyish feel to it. Um, it's okay, but it could a little bit of extra sound deadening wouldn't hurt. The seats are okay for a while, but after a couple hours of driving, I think you, I, you know, a little, little, you know, little less, little more padding, a little more support uh, wouldn't hurt. Um, Overall, the seating position, you know, if you're looking for a small small SUV, though, overall, the, the, seating commercial, the seating position is good. You do sit up high. You do get a good view of the road. So there's a little bit of a, you know, there's compromises back and forth. There's, you know, could it ride better? Yeah. Could it handle better? Yeah. Could it have more power? Yeah. On the other hand, if you like to sit up high, get a good view of the road, uh, big windshield to look out of, decent visibility all the way around, backup camera, uh, uh, heated seats, um, good stereo system, but smallish cargo area. You know, there, there's some compromises here. Uh, it's also a vehicle that's not terribly expensive. This one is fully loaded. I think it's about $25,000, which still to me sounds expensive, but not expensive for a small SUV there. They're all getting up in price. So, uh, but overall, overall seating position is good. You do get it. You do get an actual spare tire. So no spare tire kit. It's got, uh, it's got pretty fancy wheels on it. Uh, it's got, um, you know, it's, it is four wheel drive. So you can get through the snow pretty easily with it. Um, but again, are there 
better small SUVs out on the market? Probably. Um, and this is another case, I think, with Mitsubishi. Um, like the Mirage, it, I, I have to give it an A for effort, but a C for execution. Uh, there's some things that could just be a little bit better with just a little bit more work. And I think that kind of comes back to Mitsubishi in a lot of ways is still a small, youngish car company as compared to, you know, whether it's General Motors and Ford or even though Mitsubishi's been around forever and they're one of those mega companies with electronics and ships and all kinds of things. But when it comes to car building and, and what we come to expect, a little, little bit more work is needed. But again, if you're looking for a car with a 100,000-mile, 10-year warranty, you sit up high, you get good visibility, and you don't mind maybe... Uh, a little bit of a rough ride, uh, you know, an, an engine that sounds a little bit coarse, and you can and you can live with that, knowing that you're going to get good fuel economy, good winter driving traction, good visibility. It can seat four or five in a pinch, and you you're not carrying around a house worth of uh, uh, cargo in the back. I think it works. I think it works. And like I said, about $25,000 with this one with heated seats, AM, FM, Sirius radio, um, nicer interior. You know, I think I think it starts at probably around 19000 And I heard some deals down that they that on former models, and some models they had some really, really good rebates. So you put it all together and see what you get for your money is the best way to look at it. Trivia or commercial? What should we do first? commercial let's do our commercial if you're on hold for trivia stay right there we will be with you in just a couple of minutes my name is john paul this is the car doctor Pro. remember we're looking for the name of the lincoln pickup truck we'll be right back Hi, this is Paul Sullivan of Sullivan Tire and Auto Service. We all know the temperature is dropping and rough driving conditions are right around the corner. Your tires are extremely important to get you and your family around in bad weather. Now's the time to stop by any Sullivan Tire and save big on road-gripping tires. Now through November 30th, Sullivan Tire has put all quality Yokohama tires on sale. Buy three Yokohama tires, get the fourth one absolutely free. And you can trust the Sullivan Tire team of ASE certified professionals to keep your car running right all winter long. Once again, now through November 30th, all Yokohama tires are on sale. Buy three Yokohama tires, get the fourth one absolutely free at all Sullivan Tire locations. Find out more at SullivanTire.com. From my family to yours, let's take care of one another out there on the road. Peace of mind driving. You deserve it. We provide it. Thank you. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Agents may be compensated on enrollment. Michael Stahl is my guest. He's the vice president of Health Markets. Health Markets is trying to make this crazy Medicare system easier 
to understand. Would you explain how it works? So Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save their money. Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options out there, it can be confusing. So my advice is to don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to help find a plan. It may cost less. It may cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision care, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Best of all, Medicare assistance is free. Our licensed agents can do the work for you, making the process really easy. The Medicare enrollment deadline is only weeks away, so it's important to act now. Call Health Markets today. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-246-3290. That's 800-246-3290. 800-246-3290. Honda Cars of Boston is Greater Boston's neighborhood Honda dealer with over 800 new Hondas available to choose from. Just five minutes from Boston on Route 99 in Everett, our beautiful new showroom makes your Honda Cars of Boston experience even better. Visit online at hondacarsofboston.com and see all of our tremendous purchase, lease, finance, and certified pre-owned specials. Honda Cars of Boston on Route 99 in Everett is the place for great buys from the Honda guys. Give them a call at 1-800-65-HONDA. Dr. Denton Lotz, Senior Pastor of Tremont Temple Baptist Church, invites you to listen every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. for a word from the pulpit of Tremont Temple, right here on the Spirit of Boston, 950 WROL. You're also invited to enjoy warm worship and fellowship every Sunday at 11 a.m. in the Sanctuary of Tremont Temple, 88 Tremont Street in Boston City Center. Tremont Temple's podcasts are available 24-7 at WROLradio.com and WEZERadio.com. Now, let's get back to the car doctor. Program. We were looking for an answer to trivia. And let's go to, I believe, Marie first. Marie! 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 This is Marie. Hi, Marie. Hi. So what do you think? I think, I think this is the right answer. The Lincoln Blackwood. The Lincoln Blackwood is exactly right. So you are exactly correct. So we will put you on hold. Name and address, and we'll mail you out a prize. Thank you very much. All right. I'm glad I listened to your show. <laughs> okay. Well, stay right there. Okay. All right. Thank All right. you very much. All right. And let's go over to Boyd. Boyd. Yes. Yes, sir. JP. Hi, JP. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks. I'm enjoying your show. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, that uh, that Lincoln was also called the Lincoln Super Sled. <laughs> well, yeah, they should have called it the they should have called it nailed to the showroom floor because no one ever bought it. <laughs> yes, I I knew one enthusiastic owner of one of those. Well, and he he affectionately called it old underdog. Really, really. Yes. Yeah, they only they only, they only made them for just. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they only made them for. Hooked up the motor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, they they were a little bit unique, and you know, certainly, you know, certainly anything that's different is 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 always kind of fun. But I think they only made them for two thousand two and two thousand three. They 
they were they weren't they weren't around for very long because yeah. they they weren't they weren't very practical either. You couldn't put anything in the back of them. What? How would you describe how they looked? Because it, was it like a cross between an El Camino and a uh, you know uh, something like a Batmobile? I mean, I, I, I can't even remember what they looked like. It was sort of a combination of an El Camino and a and a Lincoln Continental. It just oh, it wasn't. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call it a pretty look. Uh, but when it but when it wasn't all black and it had that it I I, I remember now it was Zabrano wood is what they had the bed lined with and but the problem is if you wanted to go to the you know if you actually wanted to use it kind of as a truck and go to the you know go to the home improvement store and buy a big box or something well that that hard tonneau cover you couldn't put anything in it. Was it super luxurious, uh, plush inside? Well, as luxurious as luxurious as two thousand two Lincolns could be. <laughs> you know, they, you know, yeah. that wasn't necessarily the heyday of you know all things, all things. No, Lincoln, so no, it was not. It was like uh, um, sort of uh, early depression. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I had a question, a, a follow up question to last Saturday when I called in. Okay. I'll make this very, very quick. I've been trying to find a place that knew anything about I'm going to have to go online, but I wanted to ask you if you could give me a little bit more info about those synthetic things for the, like, that kind of act like chains. Oh, okay. Tired. Yeah, the, the company is called um, Auto, Auto Sock. Auto... Right. I think it's Auto Sock. Auto Sock. Yeah, and... Um, you can you can buy them online, but yeah, you know if you go online and just sort of Google auto sock, it's like a yeah. big, um, uh, and I think it's actually like a Kevlar cloth that, that yeah. you sort of fit over the tire, and they're made for temporary. You know, if you get off the road, you know, yeah. I I had somebody somebody sent me one, and um, I had it kicking around, and a woman I work with had a has a front wheel drive Mazda six, and she lives about. Um, her street is a is about a I don't know quarter of a mile uphill, and apparently they they don't plow it that often. And she yeah. in most winters she was parking at the bottom of the hill and walking up the hill because her, even with decent all weather tires she couldn't get up the hill. And I said, well, try this thing. Okay. And she she put it on and she made it up the hill. And then when she got up the hill, she took it back off again. So it wasn't a hard thing to put on and off. And uh, and I guess it held together. And then she eventually went to uh, uh, put, I think she put Blizzax on or something, and that also solved her problem. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it's called, it, yeah, it's called the Auto Sock. S-O-C-K. Yep. yep. And do you happen to know where, where they're, uh, they're located? Uh, well, it's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a Finnish or Swedish company, but you'd have to, you'd have to find them in one of those big, uh, you know, big uh, online auto parts stores. Okay, what, okay. What what kind of vehicle perhaps are they going on? Helsinki, perhaps? Yeah, man, who knows? <laughs> Iceland. They're in Iceland. I don't know where they are. <laughs> what kind of car is this going on? <laughs> well, I, well, this will help me in the, uh, the old hill climb in the freaking... Yeah, yeah. What, what, uh, boy, what kind of car is this going on? It's going on a Toyota Corolla. Uh, a real rocket. A real... Uh, yeah, it's a real road rocket. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just when the conditions go. We live down on the Cape, and yep. just you know, once we only get a couple snowstorms a year that uh, that amount to much. But you know, when it gets icy like that, you know, a year ago, yep. not this past, not yep. this past 
but the year before, you know, the, the winter before when we had yeah. a brutal, brutal February, remember? Yeah, well, the, ice, oh. the ice wouldn't, the ice wouldn't melt, and no, the, yeah, the my, my down the Cape is a is a one car wide dirt road. I was driving in, you know, uh, you know, uh, I told. I admitted to Jim Morrison I was driving one of his Jeep Wranglers and um, I went down the road and I looked and there was about a foot of snow and I said hey I'm in a Jeep this is no problem and I got I got about halfway up the road and the road again it's it's you know it's no more than a quarter of a mile long and I got about halfway up the road and the road kind of went up it goes just a very gradual little hill and uh, I was still chugging along and all of a sudden I got up on top of some snow where it drifted and under the snow was ice and there was just no way for me to get traction and right. you know so you know you do and I shoveled I shoveled if you had, if you had those studded cars do you think it would have made a big difference it probably just would have got me stuck worse <laughs> um, but you know, and why didn't just go, you know, to go the other way where the road had been partially plowed? It was just, yeah. uh, you know, it seemed fine for well, a while. How, how did you get out of that one? Well, uh, my neighbor showed up and he had a snowblower in his car and he started to snowblow a little bit. But after two and a half hours of shoveling, I still didn't get stuck. And I finally called AAA and the tow truck driver came up and he said I said he said I'm not driving up there he said I'll try to winch you out from where the road was a little bit clear at the end he was a little yeah. short he had he had about 25 feet of chain and about 50 feet of cable he was still about 20 feet short my neighbor had a tow strap we tied it all together and he just you know took him two minutes to yank me out after that but he looked Quite at me engineering here. yeah he looked at me and said what what, what the hell's wrong with you and I said, I was just trying to get and check on my house to make sure it was okay. And, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so exactly what that's, and he was sort of right. Um, I don't know what I'm thinking, so, so, yeah, so, you know, you finally get into the house, the house was fine, I, I got out of my wet clothes, uh, uh, you know, and then went and had a drink somewhere because I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the appropriate yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, well, so look, I, I thank you for the info right. about the the uh, auto sock. Auto sock. And, 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 and I, look, I, I might try these things. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look. You know, what year? What year? Corolla was yours? Uh, it's a 2009, and it's. Uh, 15 inch wheels. 15 inch wheels. Let me, yeah. you know, I might, you know, they send me, I, I got to see if they sent me more than, they might have sent me one or two. If I don't give one away to a coworker, don't, don't buy anything in the next week. Let me see if I still have one. If All I, right. I, okay. I give right. it to you. Very good. Okay. Thanks. All right. Appreciate your, yeah, thanks for the info. Okay. And uh, keep up the good work. Uh, all right. Take care, boy. Bye. This is sort of, this is, is this the height of laziness? I don't know. It says, uh, there's a company called Filled, F-I-L-D, and they're going to provide Volvo cars with seamless gas delivery. It says, um, this is out of Mountain View, California. Milton, uh, uh, Filled has been selected to support Volvo cars' new concierge service pilot to give select Volvo connected car owners the ability to order gas delivery with a click. 
Testing begins in the Bay Area where Volvo S90 and XC90 models will integrate the film platform as service so their owners never have to stop for gas again. Is that that hard to do? Um, Filled is a company that delivers gas directly to its customers. Orders can be placed through the mobile app available on um, iOS and Android. Uh, and top quality gas is delivered by a professional trained commercial licensed driver and DOT certified safe trucks. To keep the cost low, Filled matches the lowest price of three nearest gas stations and adds a $3 delivery fee. Okay. Volvo customers invited to participate in the pilot program can place a gas delivery order via the Volvo concierge on their smartphone. The app communicates directly with the fill platform to deliver the optimum time and route. A professional fill driver is directed to a location of the car and is able to unlock and open the gas flap upon arrival. Volvo owners can track their car's order via their smartphone. If Volvo's quest to deliver groundbreaking connected car services, the company chose to partner with fill. Both companies share an unwavering dedication to customer safety and comfort, and their partnership represents an exciting next step towards a simpler, more stress-free driving experience. I don't know. I've seen some, you know, these uh, uh, videos on, um, you know, any one of the gossip TV shows. And it always seems, you know, you see these, you know, high-profile celebrities stopping to get gas for their car. I mean, it's... No, is it that that hard to do? And you know, if you have something like the the diesel Ram Jeep Grand Cherokee that can go seven hundred miles bef- between Phillips, you're only filling up. You know, for a lot of people, you're probably only filling up every month. Um, but um, Volvo concierge service will mean that you never have to stand out in the rain to fill your car again," said Lex. Cressamaker, president and CEO of Volvo Cars USA. At Volvo's car, our mission is to make life less complicated, and this is a great example of how in-car technology can be used to deliver this. Our vision is to bring back the magic of driving by merged connected car technology with automated fuel delivery service by saving customers time, money, and the hassle of refilling their cars. That much hassle, really? I don't think so. But... Um, the Filled is an app-based service that delivers gas to your cars day or night, work or home, so you never have to stop. Uh, customers simply tap a button, and they show up. Our fuel is a double-filtered, top-quality gas. Double-filtered. Double it's like, I don't know. What else is double-filtered? Vodka or something, I think. is. <laughs> Isn't Tito's vodka double-filtered? I think so. I think it's something like that. Jackson start 2017 off with a star-studded docket. Well, um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee and four-time Grammy winner Steven Tyler will sell an extremely rare Hennessy Venom GT Spider uh, to benefit uh, Janie's Fund. Uh, there will be a Zora Arcos Duntoff um, 1960 uh, Chevrolet Engineering Research Vehicle. Uh, it's pretty pretty interesting car, but um, Keith Jackson said, uh, you know, some of the, uh, Craig Jackson said some of the the uh, the vehicles they're looking at, you know, Stephen Tyler's uh, personal Hennessy Viper uh, will cross will cross the block to to benefit uh, Janie's fund. Uh, he's hoping that there will be about fifteen hundred collectible vehicles in Scottsdale this year coming up. Um, Tyler's car is the fifth of only twelve vehicles ever created in the first Spider convertible. Uh, it's recorded a top speed of. 265 miles an hour. Hope Steven Tyler wasn't driving it. Uh, 
making it the world's fastest convertible sports car across the auction block with no reserve with 100% of the price going to Genie's Fund. It's a... Um, Initiative created in partnership with Tyler and Youth Villages to bring hope and healing for many of the country's most vulnerable girls who have suffered trauma and abuse. Um, other things, this Zora Dun- Arcos, Arcus Duntoff uh, research vehicle is is, um, is a pretty interesting vehicle, too. And also included is the Charlie Thomas collection of highly collectible 1970 Plymouth Superbird featuring the original V-Code 440 390 horsepower engine four-speed transmission. Uh, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that always shows up at Barrett-Jackson. Although people have told me, and I have yet to go to a Barrett-Jackson auction, but people have told me that it looks better on TV than it does in real life sometimes. Um, but, you know, we had, well, in fact, Santos went to Barrett Jackson last year when it was in Connecticut. But, um, you know, it, it is a good time. You know, um, our buddy Wayne Carini was there. You know, we talked to him from the auction, which was pretty pretty interesting, too. And if you're thinking about diesels, if you're one of those people that thinks diesels are the best way to go, uh, at the LA show, Mazda is bringing a new clean diesel version to the U.S. market, the CX-5. So they're, they're sort of mid-size SUV. Um, they they showed a Skyactiv diesel. So uh, today's announcement is a clear signal. The auto manufacturers remain committed to clean diesel t- as a key option of meeting consumer needs for fuel-efficient vehicles without compromising performance or utility. Mazda's success on global diesel is well documented. I remember seeing a, a Mazda diesel years ago uh, at an auto show, and it looked like it was going to happen a lot sooner than it did. Uh, because it hasn't. But they showed a diesel, and it looked like it was going to work, and it was actually in a Mazda 6, and it never really it, it never really appeared here. And finally, uh, Herb Chambers has got some good stuff going on. Herb Chambers, uh, Honda Against Hunger Food and Fun Drive, um, in a lot of their car dealerships just in time for the holiday, um, Massachusetts Honda dealers are holding a third annual food drive to benefit area residents uh, at risk of hunger. The Honda Against Hunger Food and Fun Drive has uh, will be hosted at six local dealerships uh, until December 12th. So if you drive by one of the one of the Honda dealers, check it out. Check out the food drive. Uh, if you can't do that, they'll take money too. Why don't we take a break, pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on AM 950 WROL, The Spirit of Boston. We'll be right back. Mustang Sally. Denton Lots, senior pastor of Tremont Temple Baptist Church, invites you to listen every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. for a word from the pulpit of Tremont Temple, right here on the Spirit of Boston, 950 WROL. You're also invited to enjoy room, worship, and fellowship every Sunday at 11 a.m. in the sanctuary of Tremont Temple, 88 Tremont Street in Boston City Center. Tremont Temple's podcasts are available 24-7 at WROLradio.com and WEZERadio.com. 
Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Agents may be compensated on enrollment. Michael Stahl is my guest. He's the vice president of Health Markets. Health Markets is trying to make this crazy Medicare system easier to understand. Would you explain how it works? So Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save their money. Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options out there, it can be confusing. So my advice is to don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to help find a plan. It may cost less. It may cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision care, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Best of all, Medicare assistance is free. Our licensed agents can do the work for you, making the process really easy. The Medicare enrollment deadline is only weeks away, so it's important to act now. Call Health Markets today. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-246-3290. That's 800-246-3290. 800-246-3290. When you hear these phrases, where does your mind take you? Strolling along the water's edge, a fresh breeze gently blows as you hear children laughing and playing. Shopping in an open marketplace, where the rustle of people buying and selling mixes with the scent of freshly baked bread and music that tickles your ears and adds pep to your steps. Traveling with like-minded people who embody your hopes and embolden your faith in a majestic and serene country. These experiences only scratch the surface when you join us in Israel for nine breathtaking days this fall. Capture the wonder of the Bible coming to life as you take the trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land. Experience Israel this coming November like never before. See firsthand how the old and new combine to create a beautiful tapestry that will revitalize your faith. Become engulfed in the beauty of Mediterranean landscapes and culinary delights, all in the comfort of four- and five-star accommodations. For cost and trip details, visit experienceisraeltour.com. That's experienceisraeltour.com. Living in and around Boston is expensive, but that shouldn't stop you from calling it home. City of Boston Credit Union is here to help with low-rate mortgages, home equity loans, first-time buyer programs, and more. And because they're member-owned, they treat each member like they want to be treated, like people, not credit scores. City of Boston Credit Union, uniquely Boston. For today's rates, visit cityofbostoncu.com or call 617-635-4545. Equal housing lender, all loans subject to credit approval. NMLS number 403469. WROL Boston. You're listening to The Car Doctor. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, We got we got to do here. A lot of learning. A lot of learning. A lot. Good thing you. Good thing you got a doctorate's degree. You're <laughs> wicked smart. <laughs> I told you this story about the um, the time when I when I was really young, and my brother came into the studio for the first time. It, it was you know three four studios ago, and we had a huge board. And he walks in and he goes, "How this looks like a like a plane cockpit? How do you know what to do?" And I said, Re- really, you know, it does look very impressive. There's about three things that you actually touch on it, and it, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's beautiful board, though. It's digital. Uh, you sound real good. I heard you on the way in. Really? <laughs> sound wonderful. Uh, no, it's, um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. A little There's a lot more room here. I could spread my wings. Yeah, and, you know. yeah. No, it's The thing it's about it is I was, I, was, I was listening to the podcast the other day, you know, because I do that once in a while. Because you were the one. Yeah, and then um, did you listen in England? 
because that would make it special. There's like a hundred thousand people that do <laughs> I've heard uh, somewhere. No, but what I'm saying, usually when I show up in the mic, you go, "Look, there's Paul Sullivan." But it's radio; no one can look. I know, yeah. I know. But to me, it's a, it's a theater and, of the mind. And, and you know, and, and, and Karen can look. Yeah, and sometimes I go, "Hey, it's Sully," yeah. but I don't do that as often. So. No, I got my yeah. shorts back on. I noticed that. I noticed that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's back to moderate temperatures. Yeah. Yeah, Last gonna, week was cold. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and well mulch up some leaves. I've given up raking. I'm gonna mulch. I I love this. St- you never told me the story of when you got stuck in on your own street. <laughs> the AAA guy came out and looked at you. Yeah, he had a lunatic. Called, I've yeah. never heard that one before. Yeah, he 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 said, "What are you trying to film a commercial?" Did he know you were affiliated with Triple? Oh yeah, I told him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even when I called, and I will, and because we don't tow off road. Even when I called, I said I was stuck in the snow, and the call receiver said, "You know, we don't tow off road." And I said, "It's a road. Yeah, it's it's not much of a road, you but it's a road. It. It's on yeah, the map. Yeah, I said you can you can find it. It's a road. I'm, I'm I said, but I am stuck, and I need to go to work tomorrow. Was it was it snowing at the time? No, or no, it was, a, it was it was it was just it was it was accumula- It was stupid, is what I was just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was stupid. There was no answer. Mm-hmm. I was just stupid. Yep. But yeah. So what so you got on one of the three dirt roads that are still down the Cape? No, there's a lot of dirt roads okay. actually. Yeah. Yeah. So um well, and I'm what that to- and what that means is when Mitt Romney was governor, he stopped maintaining anything that wasn't a registered road. So it's a private road, mm-hmm. which means they're like, "Yeah, we're not doing anything with it." So yeah. good luck. Well, yeah. Wonder what that means now that he's going to be Secretary of I uh, still he's still not going to plow my road. Not going to plow. Yeah, road. Pretty sure. Yep. Um, Chicken in every pot and snow on every road. That's right. Exactly. So what's up with the Irish parade today? Speaking of well, chickens and pots, turkeys and a, a learning curve with the new board, but it, it looks like um, it, it's handleable. And and Karen hangs around here for yeah. and Santos is here. So yeah, I I I, I, I felt um, but wait less nervous when Santos was here. But wait, wait. Are you recording your show today? Yes. I don't see any well, VU meter going up and down. Uh, I don't know. Any of the computers. Well, we were. Oh, we were. We're recording. Oh, that's right. We Is it a new computer or the same computer in a different spot? It's the same computer. Same computer. Do you think the listeners really care about this? I bet, they, I bet they really want to listen. Not any more than they say, look, there's Paul Sell. <laughs> I bet what the listeners really want to do is listen to the very best of Irish music. Then they right now. came to the right, right now. Spot. Right now. What time is they, it? It's time for you to go to work. <laughs> I hate to tell you that. So you're All about right. a minute late. All right. Hey, there's a piano guy. Yeah, there he is. There's that King Cole. that, by the King Cole. No, it's not. It is, too. I looked it up as well. It's that King Cole. You were right. It really is. There you go. Yeah. Hey, until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt dry safely. Be good to your car and happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much turkey all at once. That whole tryptophan makes you sleepy and you know, don't do that. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.